Hi everyone, this is episode number one of the Omar Shoshani Web Development Podcast. So, today I um, wanted to talk about how it's been going for me this past week, and the new things that I have discovered, and what I am planning to do moving forward. So, right now I'm... My, my bigger picture goals is to um, get some more freelance clients to get started in my freelance business as a web developer and then uh, um, besides that I am planning on having a job by next month as, um, as a non, non-freelance web development job at a company or at a startup, and um, so far the the freelancing has been pretty good. Um, I got two small jobs, and the way I got those ones was uh, I sent out my proposal, and I sent the videos that. Um, I sent a video proposal to the to the clients for each of those projects when I uh, signed up for it. And the, for one of them was a uh, SVG. They had an SVG image, and they wanted a JavaScript tool so that you could click buttons and crop the image. Like uh, you could click like a plus and minus button, and it would take. Um, from the left and the right side, it would it would increase and decrease. So basically, what I did was I uh, I, t- I showed the the client that I could do the project by um, I just recorded a video of me doing it in the Chrome Developer Tools, and uh, I sent it to him. And uh, and then I, he was asking like fifty dollars, I think, uh, or forty, and I offered to do it for for twenty, I think, or fifteen. So basically, I just uh, showed him that I already knew how to do what he needed to do, and that I could do it for you know a lot lower than he was asking for. And uh, I was happy about it, and uh, it was exciting to get my first. Um, freelance client on Upwork and after that um, not too long after I got another small job uh, which was converting PDF to HTML and uh, I don't uh, think I sent a, I, I sent a video for that one as well because um, pretty much every Upwork proposal I send now I, I make a short video at least Introducing myself to the, the client, and then I send it off um, so that they can, uh, you know, just see a little more personalized um, version of me, uh, and I can talk about why I'm a good fit for the project, and uh, you know, they can see that I'm I'm a good yeah, communicating and so forth. You know, they might not be uh, going and digging into my YouTube uh, page or whatever. 
So if I can just have, you know, it only takes like a couple of minutes. It's like really easy. And I started doing this for my, um, my other applications uh, to regular jobs as well. So I've sent, I sent um, somewhere, I sent like 10 applications out. Um, and, to and then I started redesigning my my portfolio and um, because I was I was uh, saying I want to keep applying to, to get more freelance jobs but I, so I said I needed to um, up my portfolio and my past projects and uh, that has been sort of a uh, kind of a process but um, it's getting there and uh, I'm pretty much almost done with it now to have uh, a nice portfolio, just something, I, I, I'm just trying to do something easy that's going to look nice and that's going to, you know, be something that the client can see and uh, feel like they're going to be in good hands when they see it. Um, but basically, so two jobs from Upwork and then no responses from the 10 applications and 10 applications I don't think is very many uh, so I'm gonna have to keep going on that um, but uh, something that I have, have not done which I was listening to another podcast uh, the Dane Miller podcast or uh, also called uh, Start Here Web Development actually two different ones, um, podcasts, but, uh, they were saying, uh, or he was saying, um, you got to follow up with, uh, when you write an application, you send the application and then, uh, it's important to follow up three to five times, uh, just with email spacing it out over a couple of days, uh, three days, you know, five days or something. So, uh, um, I still need to go back and follow up on those 10 applications that I have made and um, according to the formula that uh, Dane Miller lays out he says you know get uh, a bunch of tutorials done in the framework that you want to work with which I'm doing react and then um, he says do 25 tutorials, do uh, one um, one kind of big project uh, where you um, yeah, he, he gives an example. One example of the big project that I did was uh, I, I did two that were kind of big project. One was the a recipe collection app so you can go in um, and you can upload recipes, you can upload images, and you can upload um, instructions and um, ingredients and it's um, it's an app, it's a React app that connects to a SQL database using an express server. So it's, you know, it's kind of complicated. It, it's, uh, it's not super complicated, but depending on, you know, your level of skill, it can be challenging. 
it definitely took a long time for me to do. I mean, it took a couple of weeks or more, like, you know, three or four weeks uh, to do the whole thing. And it, it was a lot of research time spent, but it was a lot of fun. I mean, you know, it's, uh, it was not, it was no problem. Um, just because it's so interesting to keep working on this stuff. But, uh, anyway, you know, one, one big project. So the, so the Dane Miller says, you know, do the tutorials, do the project. And then once you um, have done that stuff, uh, you start applying and he, you know, he says, go make a simple WordPress site for your portfolio and then start applying to, um, he says, send 40 job applications, follow up with the, the applications, and then um, you should be getting you should be getting uh, responses like like uh, 40. Uh, you should you should be getting so you send 40 applications and you should be getting 20 responses or something like that. Um, or at least, you know, 10, 5, 10, something like that, some number of responses. Um, so you get the phone call, you go through the, the, the first phone screen, and, uh, and, and, you know, there's a whole another area, the interview process. But anyway, no responses so far, so I'm going to keep going, I'm going to follow up, and then if uh, time goes by and I still have uh, if once I apply you know to 40 or 50 and if I have not gotten any responses then I will have to decide that uh, there's something either in my cover letter resume or portfolio that needs some changing but uh, so that's one thing and then with Upwork uh, I've been working on The same thing. So, so I'm 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 redoing my portfolio. I'm just using a template. Um, I'm customizing a a template uh, from a plugin called Starter Templates, a WordPress plugin that is uh, built on Elementor Page Builder. So, using Elementor makes everything a lot easier with WordPress, and then. On top of that, using a template makes it so that you don't have to go and do the design from scratch, which I'm sort of realizing that uh, <clears throat> designing is is just uh, it's kind of a whole whole another level of uh, of web development. You know, to to be a designer, um, it's a whole another skill set. It's basically you're basically an artist. And uh, it's kind of a portfolio in itself. You know, having the technical skills is just one side of it. So if you want to keep, uh, if you want to be making your own designs, that takes uh, practice in just just designing as well. Um, so that can be something to put practice into, but also. Um, very not difficult to create websites for yourself or for clients using WordPress uh, page builder and uh, template 
um, make it look very professional, responsive, uh, touch some things up, customize things to add your own, uh, you know, add your own style, maybe, you know, add your own uh, features to it to make it so that it's uh, not just um, exactly how you found it. And then you got a very, very uh, elegant page all of a sudden, uh, a whole elegant site that um, you got done very quickly because you didn't have to do all the design work and all the responsiveness and all the everything all the way from scratch. You just, um, a lot of the work is already done for you. So, you know, you want to. I think you want to uh, pick and choose where you need to you need to put in you know you don't want to work harder than you have to or it's more like uh, you want to focus on the areas that are important to put your hard work into you don't want to be working hard in a place where it just doesn't make sense of course <clears throat> you're always going to benefit from you know, from from anything you do, but you want to be focusing your time in the most effective way possible. And uh, that doesn't just uh, mean doing anything that, that comes in front of you. That's one of the harder things that I have, um, it's one of the hard things just in my whole life. But you know, in this career field, uh, there's a lot of the roads to go down and it's uh, really important to know what to not pursue because there's um, there's all this different technology and there's all these these new technologies coming out all the time and uh, you can be tempted to want to do everything on your own or you can be tempted to want to be learning all these new things um, but the more you spread yourself out the less focused you are and the less um, the less focused skill you have in any one of the technologies that you're learning so um, I think in the beginning you want to uh, not spread yourself out that much. I mean, for me, uh, I heard that advice from very early on. You know, there's a, in the programming community, people would often say, don't try to learn several programming languages when you're starting out, for example. And, um, I mean, eventually you're going to be learning probably several programming languages uh, if you're doing this but you um, it's not going to help you if you try and do it all at once I mean you, you <laughs> the way you you um, you can get better at things efficiently is by getting better at something one thing at a time because every time you're sw switching over to start working on a new thing it just takes longer. I mean, it, it's it's inefficient to switch. It takes longer to switch your mindset, and it takes longer, even though it doesn't feel like it. 
um, but you get totally knocked out of the workflow that you you got going on. You build a lot of momentum, and it's hard to kind of see it, but but you. Um, that's why I I believe it's better to just be focused on a single task at a time. There's actually a book about this uh, called The One Thing. I don't know what the author's name is. But, um, you know, it's it basically it just says to focus on only one project at a time. And uh, that way, you know, it takes all your attention, you get it done, and then you move on to the next one. And you do it. It's it's faster to do it that way than if you're than if you're working on two projects at once, and you have to keep jumping back and forth between those two. Um, probably is going to take longer. Uh, and that makes sense. But of course, you know, there's there's many things that we have to be working on at, at once. Uh, so you know, it doesn't mean you know just never never do uh, I mean like for example you wanna like I make videos that's one thing I make uh, blog posts that's another thing I don't want to just uh, stop and wait till one day to write all the blog posts at once to be most efficient because that wouldn't make sense so some things we have to kind of jump around on but it's it's easy to get very distracted and it's easy to get um, it's it's easy to just go down these roads that you know you spend a lot of time on something and you're like man I'm making something cool right now and then you spent a couple of hours on it or you know maybe a few days or whatever and uh, and then you just realize that uh, it was a waste of time uh, again, you know, it's good to always be building. Anytime you're building stuff, you're you're increasing your skill set. But 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 again, you don't want to. Um, I don't think you want to. Be sp you know you could better to spend time on something that is actually going to move you forward faster than to increase your skill set in an area that is not prudent right now. So. Um, it's good to learn this stuff quickly, I think. It's, it's uh, you know, and one, one good concept to keep in mind is just uh, focus on the fundamentals and keep it simple. So, the, I mean, the fundamentals for me is JavaScript and React and um, CSS and WordPress now because I'm using WordPress uh, to make sites for myself and for other people. Um, but, you know, just a few simple, very uh, solid technologies that are going to be around for a long time. It's hard to go wrong with, with the fundamentals, and um, so that's a good way to go. Um, another thing. Uh, so I can talk about a couple other things that I started doing this week. One, I started um, 
So I'll talk a little bit about uh, redesigning the, the process of redesigning my own portfolio and some past projects that I've done. And then uh, I'll talk about uh, listening to YouTube videos from successful people from a, a breadth of different areas. So maybe I'll do that one first. So I, I um, now in in um, another tip I heard from the Dane Miller podcast was he says don't spend too much time programming and this is something a lot of people say in the uh, coding community is that you know you already know more than you think that you do and you're ready more than you think that you are um, and something that Dane says is uh, don't spend too much time programming but instead spend time learning about other foundational skills that are going to help you in your career like marketing uh, and sales and things like that so that's actually one of the reasons I'm even uh, recording this podcast now is because I started going and listening to uh, videos about marketing and there's some great advice out there just from the couple of things that I put on and one of those was from Gary V. He says, just put out a lot of content, um, pretty much is his main message for to improve your business um, and to get your, yeah, basically the best way to, to grow your business is to put content out and which makes a lot of sense now in the digital age. Um, and I was listening to Seth Godin now on the way home from the Golden Gate Bridge and he was saying, um, I forgot what I was uh, going to say. What was he saying? We were talking about making content every day. Yeah, he, yeah, he was saying there's there's no better time to start than now, which is, you know, of course, there's just, it's so easy now. We can just have a camera everywhere we can use. Uh, there's just so many people watching uh, we can share it with our friends. We can share it with, you know, anybody who wants to listen. Or it can just be there for, you know, for um, other people to see that we have skills. Or so, just talking about what you know shares with other people, especially in a long-form podcast. It gives people a great idea of, of who you are, which people like to... You know, if people want to work with you, they might, they might, uh, you know, if they care to put the time into it and they want to find out more about you, they would probably love to uh, go listen to stuff that you have to say. If, some, if people are wanting to um, invest money into your services, then, you know, the more content that you show, the more out there you are. Uh, the more comfortable people can be because they can see what you're doing. It's just right there, you know. It's it's not uh, just your words. I mean, it kind of is your word. I mean, in this case, it's just still my, just my words. But but it's like um, 
it it proves that you uh, all the things that you say that you can do, you actually can do because somebody who couldn't do the things that they said they could do wouldn't be making videos and podcasts about it, probably. <laughs> so, um, so that's one thing we were talking about making uh, making content, and that was coming from talking about listening to a breadth of knowledge, so I went on kind of a tangent, but the point is, um, that, I mean, even the re reason I was listening to Seth Godin, uh, just listening to lots of different successful people will help your brain to expand in different areas, so it's going to allow you to think in different ways, and it's going to give you different tools for solving different problems, and this is great to accelerate your career, because in your career, uh, your career is not just one thing, it's not just one uh, skill, you know, it's not just programming, it's not just uh, making websites, you're you're selling yourself, you're marketing online, you're selling, helping other people sell their products, you're, um, you're communicating with people, you're helping people build their businesses, I mean, there's just like a lot of facets that go into this, it's not simply you're not just like um you're not just digging a hole in the ground you know you're part of like a whole ecosystem of, of events that's going on when you're creating a website for someone something uh i heard a guy talking about on the start uh, on the learn to code with me podcast with lawrence bradford he's saying the way you're you're gonna make really great big money as a web developer is that when you can show when you can prove that you can um, make people money with their website I mean it's one thing to be able to make a website and it's kind of a totally different thing to be able to have a reputation of making a website that produces income for people's businesses. I mean, that's like a whole nother level. Because if, I mean, if people know that you can, your services, I mean, you're not just going to make a website, you're going to make money for their business. People are, they're going to pay you a lot of money. I mean, you're, you're just worth a, a whole lot more now. Because it's a, it's a lot, it's a lot more unique skill. It's a lot a more complicated skill to learn, um, but we can learn it, and then that's that's where we want to focus. We want to focus on the big goals and on the big picture, and we want to be able to, you know, find out how we can be the best, provide the most value to the customers that we that is just possible. So. That is the reason for going and listening to all these uh, different successful people in, in marketing and sales, in um, psychology, communication, and then not just listening, but you know, this is important, not just listening, but taking, I mean, taking the things you listen to and implementing them is crucial because if you just listen, listening is, is good too, but all, if you just listen and you don't take action 
with the stuff you're listening to, then it all just disappears because you, you, um, your, your mind is not meant to just store useless facts that it, it, it's useless if you're not using it. So you have to use it. Otherwise your brain is going to say, oh, this is garbage and it's going to throw it away. And then you're going to have nothing. You just, it was, it was just a waste of time. You would have been better off just, you know, listening to music or something. Uh, so, but that, it's great because we can, we can write blogs, we can make videos, we can post content on social media, very easy. We can go on Twitter and post tweets that uh, just tell other people about what we're doing and who we are. And people love to see this because it makes you totally transparent when you're running your own business. And these days, everybody who's running their own business is competing on social media. So if you are not on top of that, then people are going to wonder why is this person not uh, advertising their business on all these free platforms where you can get all this free reach. It just doesn't make sense. I mean, it makes sense to do it. You know, people want to see what you're doing. If people are going to hire you, people want to see that you're doing stuff and it's fun to see what you're doing and it's helpful for a client to see what kind of work that you do and how you're thinking and if they are vibing with how you're thinking, they're going to want to hire you and they're going to love to, you know, it's, it's not common when you are hiring someone. Um, actually, I don't know if it is common. I'm guessing that it's not that common that you hire somebody and they have a ton of blog posts and videos and tweets and Instagrams and, uh, maybe TikTok uh, about their business. Um, if somebody does have those things, then it makes it easier for you to hire someone because it's all right there in front of you. Like you, you, you know a person if you see all this stuff that they, and just the fact that somebody is doing all that different stuff for their business, um, it just shows that you're more competent. It shows that you have thoughts that you want to share and that you're good at communicating and it just should, it, you're taking initiative, you're putting yourself out there. Um, it shows good things about you. So, anyway, we were, we were talking about breadth of knowledge, listening to different people, listening to different successful people. <laughs> Another thing, uh, that, that was, um, right, we were talking about the marketing videos that I was listening to. That was Gary Vaynerchuk talking about, uh, putting yourself out there. I mean, this podcast is part of that, putting yourself out there. And then if you have fans, people want to see your stuff. If, if there's other people who are trying to do the same thing as you, you can provide a ton of value for them. And you don't need to be an expert profession. You, you just, <clears throat> at any stage that you're at in your career, 
you can make content that's valuable to other people because people want to see the process. Uh, people don't just want to see the end result of somebody who's super successful. Um, we want to see that too, of course, as I'm talking about, we want to see that, but, but also if that's all you see, then probably a lot of us are going to say, well, damn, maybe I can never get there because this person's so on the next level. So, or something, um, but maybe it's it's helpful to also see people who are closer to your level, and and then they're actually talking about things that are not so uh, vague or uh, you know more specific things, not such fundamental things as as that help you from listening to more higher level, super successful. Like listening to Jeff Bezos talking is gonna is gonna help my mindset, but it's not going to help me more specifically as much in my in my to, to build my freelance business but listening to somebody who is a, a freelance web developer who just has started building his freelance business or her freelance business uh, if I can listen to her talking about it then I can say oh well look at that she is doing X Y and Z and then I was doing G E and F but but actually I should be doing X, Y, and Z and then it's just uh, help, it's helpful to other people and it's fun to do and you get to look back on it and just be proud of yourself I mean just just taking action I was reading this today taking action uh, this was in the magic of thinking big taking action produces confidence so, so me sitting here talking about web development produces confidence in me just because I'm able to show myself things that I know that I don't necessarily even really know that I know which means uh, I mean I find myself I write I'm writing blog posts making videos you so if you subconsciously convince yourself that you're a professional or should I say you remind yourself that you're a professional because it's easy to not give yourself credit for all the things you can do and all the things that you do well and so if you see yourself creating things it's going to be you know you 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 look at it and you say, wow, look at what I'm doing. I'm, I'm just doing stuff. I'm taking action. I'm creating things that people are watching. Um, you know, I, I might not be getting thousands of views yet on the things that I create, but I get a few views. I get uh, 50 views sometimes, 100 views in a couple of days on some of my videos. That's a lot of people. Um, that's a lot of people, 50 or 100 people. It's It looks like a small number on YouTube because we're so used to seeing, I mean, everything that we watch has thousands of views usually because that's kind of where attention gets directed to the stuff that is rising already. But um, think about it. When was, I mean, when 
was the last time you got the chance to speak in front of an audience of 50 or 100 people. It's probably a while ago or never. <clears throat> so it's, it's a great opportunity to um, just be able to, uh, you can reach a lot of people, 50 or 100 people, even 10, 25, it doesn't matter what it is. And it doesn't matter even if anybody is watching really, because eventually if you're just talking about stuff that you are working on and you're bettering yourself, somebody's going to be watching and you're going to be helping someone. And at the very least, uh, it'll give some of your friends something fun to watch when they're bored. <laughs> but, um, so how do we get on that now? We were talking about, we were talking about, uh, creating content, listening to different breadths of knowledge, and uh, something else I wanted to, to point out was that, yeah, so I, another, I was listening to this guy talk, I don't remember his name, talk about uh, social media marketing for your business, and one thing that him and some other guys, this is something I heard, in, oh, my chair's going down, oh, there we go. In sales and in marketing, there's this awesome philosophy, which is that you have to care about your clients to sell them things. And it's uh, totally the opposite of what a lot of us think about what sales and marketing is. We think that people are trying to steal things from us a lot of the time, which is totally wrong. Uh, of course, sometimes it, it, there is some shady behavior that goes on in sales and marketing, but really the way you sell things effectively to people and market things effectively, I mean, you, you provide a service to people that people need and then they choose to buy it. That's pretty much all that there is to it. And uh, the, the only way you can do that in the long term is if you're, you're, you just do things right, you make people happy, you get a good reputation because if your reputation sucks, people are going to stop buying from you very quickly. Nobody's going to buy from you if your reviews are bad or if people are talking badly about you and you're never going to get the word of mouth. It just doesn't make any sense. So you want to care about your clients. This is actually pretty obvious, but it kind of opens your mind up to the fact that you can be a salesperson and a marketing person without... Uh, thinking that you're trying to take something you're trying it's a you're giving something to people when you're selling something when you're when you're marketing something you're um you're, pr you're producing wealth for the world and you're going to make the world better for it and that's how it should be and so one of the things this guy in the social media marketing video was talking about was he said oops he said um so if somebody comes so he, oh, he was talking about web websites um, even though I wasn't searching for that, but he was, so he said, you know, if somebody comes to your, oh no, he, he was just talking about it. So if somebody comes to your business, um, website and they're going to buy something. So what's a, what's a question that your, uh, potential, uh, prospect is going to have that you can answer for them on the page so that they don't have to go and Google and so that they can, you can, you can provide value to them already before they have even purchased the thing that you are going to be a good fit for them for. So you, they like, 
one example of what a blog post that I'm writing now is that uh, if somebody wants to buy a website, a website service, maybe they're wondering how much does it cost usually or how much, um, what kind of, what kind of platform or software should the person use when I hire? Maybe they have questions like this, like, uh, you know, the questions that you can answer for somebody that are great for you to, it's great for, it's great to be able to help your client all the way from the beginning to the end with everything they they need to do so one way to do that is the way I'm doing it is writing a blog post five ways five questions you want to ask before purchasing a website so there they can go and I tell them even go you can get very cheap services on Upwork from people from all around the world in uh, like for example in countries where the dollar is worth like a lot more than it is here or it can buy you a lot more um, those people can work for less than we can and uh, so maybe people are interested in going to Upwork and buying over there or also I say you know maybe um, You know, I, I want to answer questions about uh, search engine optimization and how to how to how to know um, more about SEO or how to know your page speed. How can how can it, maybe they're worried about uh, how how their page speed is uh, for other people? Maybe they're they're not so good at the technology. Um, at least if you can show that you can answer some of these main you, that you were thinking about these main questions and that you were spending time to write material about how to answer these questions shows that you are you know how how to answer them which means that you're going to f have the solution ready for when they hire you so if they're going on your website and then they're saying hmm do I want to buy a website I do uh, what and then like before right before they're Maybe they got your proposal, they're on your portfolio, and they have like that last last question before they buy. They're saying, well, how, how, much, uh, how much do people usually pay? I'm not really sure. You know, I like this guy. He sent me this proposal. Um, and then they see on your web, they're going through your portfolio page, and then they see, oh, five, five questions. That you should that you should ask before you buy what? Oh, there you go. You just you 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 might have answered a couple or more of their questions that they already were thinking about. And then if not, then you, at least you should. Maybe you propose questions to them that they didn't even know that they should have been asking, but now are happy to know that they know how to ask now. But it just shows that you, if you're providing solutions to people that they didn't even know that they needed, that is um, a good way to start a relationship with a client. And um, besides that, I had another 
thing that I'm going to do is, um, do you want to make a website with WordPress on your own? I'm going to have a video like that on my website. Maybe the client, pro I mean, probably if the client is, is coming and searching for a web developer, they are not going to uh, jump ship and make a WordPress website for my video. But if they if they do, I'm happy about that because um, like the marketing guy in the marketing video said, you want to have your customer's best interests at heart for real. So you you want to just you want to be able to forsake you know business in the short term maybe because it's going to build your integrity and your reputation for other other customers and it's and because it's just the right thing to do it's just make make you make the world a better place if you can help somebody do something better that that's more important than you getting that one job or getting that one client um, it's a lot better to give somebody the the best that they thing that the best fit for them if you're not the best fit for them why not just point them into the direction of the person who you know is the best fit for them that's better than you know you just focusing on getting this project so that you can make the money why not point them in a new direction instead I mean that is gonna things like that um, doing business that way I believe that that will it's gonna build your reputation it's going to help you get ahead in your business and eventually you know people are going to be recommending you when you're operating in that sort of fashion you're just you're just out to help people and to provide value people are of course they're gonna see that and they're gonna say well damn this guy is just providing all this value this guy's awesome that's what they're gonna say or this girl <clears throat> and they're gonna be like well yeah I mean you're gonna stay in the minds of people when you do stuff like that um, so that's why it's great to be able to to just show that you show that you care you want to care that is the whole point of this the point is I mean you want to make money and you want to support yourself and then you want to be able to do this in a way that you are helping other people at the best the way you can and that's the best way to make the money in the first place is just to help people the best that's if you I mean if you're not helping people you're not gonna make money that's what making money is you're exchanging value in your services for for the for, for the money so anyway we are now talking about how I was going to um, gonna add the WordPress video how to make your own WordPress site so not only does this show somebody how to 
go make their own site if they want to, which they probably won't if they're hiring a developer, but it also just shows that you are so skilled in something that you can teach other people how to do it. Of course, that takes like a, a higher level of knowledge than just being able to do it, being able to articulate through the whole process um, and just showing that you've done, I mean, that it's just based, it's just bam, you know, it's like proof right there. I can do this. And it gives comfort to the customers and it, get, it builds familiarity when they can see your face all over the place showing off how to complete all these different tasks. So maybe that's enough about that um, breadth of knowledge topic, but the, the bottom line is that we, uh, we want to keep reading books, listening to YouTube videos um, or podcasts in different areas of, of knowledge, listening to the most successful people, the happiest people, and this is going to help us to just get to that level of thinking ourselves. We want to throw out all the negative, um, so much negative stuff that, that probably a lot of us are seeing on the, on the internet and from our friends. And especially these days, uh, there's a lot of, you know, negativity going on in the world. We don't want to focus on the negativity because that's not how we're going to be successful. And that's not how we're going to help other people is not by focusing on the negativity and talking about what's happening in the news and bringing our family down by bringing all this this negative stuff that's going on in the world into the household we want to be talking about how we're going to make the world better we're going to be talking about how we're making ourselves better how we're becoming more successful and how we're helping other people to become successful that's how we're going to be happier and living better lives it's not we're not going to be living a better life because we're we're talking about all this negative stuff that's going on we we want to focus on things we can change we can change so much stuff in our life but a lot of us focus on the things we can't change and it makes no sense so guess what we can we can get better in our career it's going to give us more confidence. It's going to make us more money. And then we can buy ourselves out of a lot of the prob the, uh, the problems that we have. A lot of the problems that we have are just coming from negative beliefs, bad mindsets, and just bad mindsets. And we, it, it's just important to stop putting negative, inf just, you know, Things that are not helping us, we should not be listening to them. We want to listen to people who are happy and successful and throw away everything else because it's it's not going to get us, it's going to push us farther away from the place where we want to live our lives. We want to be enjoying life and being happy in life. We don't, we don't want to be just focusing on the negative things in life. So listen to successful people and read lots of books about being successful and think about being successful and visualize yourself as a, a smart, successful person because we're all able to be successful in something and there's more opportunity now than there's 
ever been before. We just have to be able to realize it. We have to believe it. And we can believe it by taking one step at a time towards the direction we want to go. And that's, we have to do that because otherwise there's, there's no, there's nothing better to do than to take one step at a time towards the direction you want to go and then find ways to make yourself believe that you can actually get there. And if you, if you can make progress, then that means that you can get there and the progress accelerates. So, I mean, we, we want to be able to remind ourselves that we're taking one step at a time. We're doing it in the free time that we have. We're not going to be focused on how other people are getting there faster. And we're not going to blame people for our setbacks. We're just going to do everything we can to get ourselves out of a bad situation and focus on working with what we got to, to get to where we want to go. And that is something that I think we can just, a lot of us can change our lives just from having a new belief system. You know, if we just, uh, if, I mean, it's not really a just because it's, it's kind of like a mental habit that we've had for our whole life, but it's not, it's, you don't just snap your fingers and change a belief system, but slowly we can dig ourselves out of it and we can uh, realize that we can do the things that we want to do in life. But we can't do them if we, if we don't believe we can do them. But we underestimate how powerful our mind is. And we, we want to remember that a, a lot, so many of the people that are doing the things that we want to do have been in situations just like ours, or perhaps worse. And a lot of them just weren't better than we were. It's not, not smarter. It's just like the main thing is, is consistency and building habits. And you just, you don't, you're not born with this stuff and you don't just snap your fingers and change it and make yourself be a consistent person all of a sudden. It just comes by improving one step at a time and being proud of that one step at a time that you make progress. Because we don't, we don't, you know, we want to make ourselves believe that we can get somewhere and we're only going to do that if we, if we believe that the one step at a time is, is going to get us to there. All right, well, that's, that's enough about that for now. Uh, the last thing I'll discuss a, a little bit before we end is um, doing design. I just, uh, you know, I've been, I realized I've been spending time uh, up to this point for the past two years uh, learning technical web development skills, learning JavaScript and React, CSS, HTML, uh, doing a little bit of the de design, but <clears throat> design really is, um, it's kind of difficult. It's not really easy. It's uh, making a nice design is not something that you can just whip out. It's, it's kind of like making a beautiful artwork. 
takes a lot of time and skill and things that uh, you got to build up over time. So uh, I was just uh, going through some of my old client projects that I've done for people in the past. And um, I've known for a while that these couple of these projects needed some some you know redesign work. And uh, so I spent you know I spent a day um, making a new design. And it was a good improvement, and uh, that is, uh, you know, going back to one step at a time. We just want to. <clears throat> it's a success if we just make it a little better than it was before. So in this case, I thought it was a lot better than it was before. So, which it was. It was a lot better. Um, but it's a whole another different skill set. I realize, but. Uh, so, you know, something, some part of me kind of, uh, I don't know why I thought it would be easier, but I think I thought it would be easier, the designing. But it's not really, it, it, it's kind of a, it's kind of a process. So, anyway, one thing I, I, uh, when I was doing the redesign, the thing that was most helpful is starting out either drawing on paper can be helpful or just something to get to just a wireframing you know it's called wireframing drawing the layout pencil and paper or on uh, Photoshop or a free program like uh, GIMP or Inkscape is what I use now uh, just something that makes it a lot easier for you to uh, draw out the boxes and see what the the layout of the site is going to look like. So, Inkscape was very helpful. Basically, I, I start out with just kind of um, moving the boxes around, starting very as simple as possible. I just want to make it get a little idea of, of where things are going to go and then and uh, do a few different just two or three different designs and then I you can go and look at three websites that are similar to they, they kind of have a the same type of theme that you were looking to make your design around and this is also something that I was realizing is very important also is to have a theme uh, <laughs> A, you know, a, a theme that hangs together throughout all the pages of your site, otherwise it just looks like a bunch of different websites every time you click on a new page. You want to have a theme that, so every time you click on a page, it looks like, this is probably obvious, maybe, but uh, not to me at first, but, uh, you know, the, the there should be, you know, a theme that you decide on and then you don't make things on your website that are you know going away from that theme too much because it's gonna look like it's not gonna hang together you want the, the theme to hang together I think so when 
that was one thing I was having problems with when I was building my portfolio. I was putting stuff in that just looked cool. And you know, I, I was kind of in the back of my mind, I was thinking to have the thing hold together, but really it, I was not having it in the front of my mind. And I think that's where theme needs to be sitting in the front of your mind when you're, um, the layout and the theme, it's very, it's very fundamental and you, uh, everything is going to be jumbled if you don't, I mean, that's this, everything is, it's the foundation, the theme and the, the layout everything is going to be built on that so it's not smart to just start going and putting things into places before uh, you have any plan about why they should be going there or why how they're going to work together that's why it's important to do the wireframes and the mock-ups and it's going to make your site into a well-rounded interconnected uh, like ecosystem instead of uh, kind of a, a choppy um, collection of pages you want you want it to feel like you're you're in like a whole new world like Aladdin when you're on a website you want to take the user on a magic carpet through the pages you don't want them to just be going through the pages like you're going through a filing cabinet you know, it's, it should be an experience. And you can't achieve that very well without good planning from the beginning about where things are going to go and how things are going to interact and how what what your theme is going to be. You know, the, the theme is like the colors and the, uh, you know, if, I don't know, whatever, the colors and the shapes and the forms and the way things work together and maybe you have some kind of uh maybe you have like a even like a you know mostly it's the colors and the shapes and the forms i i, I believe and then on top of that you know sometimes maybe you have like you know some nature theme or you know i don't know nightclub theme or whatever it is but um theme is important and wireframing very important and getting the layout straight First, I think for the layout probably the most important and then you know, deciding on the theme and then working through the layout the structure of the site I mean you you, you probably want to you want to have all all the pages on one document you know the, the long a long uh, very long rectangle for each one so you can see how the whole page is gonna look and you have all your pages all your mock-ups next to each other, all the layouts, you know, you start with just no colors, black and white wires, and then that will show you how to, you know, how the whole thing is going to work together. And if your theme is, is right, all those pages should look like in harmony. And then after you've got the layout down, you can start working through the colors and you can go through the process, the shapes, putting the forms where they should go and stuff like that. That way, you're not just uh, throwing things in like I was, you're not just throwing things in, you know, w w because you think this this page needs X and then you throw in X and then you're like, okay, what does this page need now? Oh, it needs Y. What's going to happen when you do that? Uh, it's just going to be a collection of file papers in a filing cabinet. You know, they're going to be going through the files. It's not going to be a, a magic carpet ride. So you want to make it a magic carpet ride and 
take the user on a magical experience through your website. And the way we can do that is by, if we're going to be doing design, we're not going to be using somebody else's theme. We want to be um, thinking about making the whole thing into like a unit, uh, into an, an ecosystem and into like a world. It's your own little website world and people are going to love to be there. And you don't, you, you, you want to have a, a, a nice overview when you're, when you're designing your, your world. Otherwise the design is going to be not easy to implement. And, um, it's, uh, important to talk about because it's so not what you want to do when you're starting out <laughs> and it might maybe it's not what you should do if it's going to be too difficult I mean just you like like I said now I'm for my portfolio I'm using a template customizing a template I'm not doing the whole thing designing from scratch it's a whole different ballgame so um, you know if you're not going don't do the try and do the design from scratch if you're just trying to get your website set up but if it if you are trying to do some design, you want to design your own website, then I think it would be best to, um, you know, get the ground groundwork laid down before you start. Um, start putting things in, you know, sort of putting content into your site. You, you want to have the theme, layout, boom, wireframing, mockups, and then you start putting stuff in. But if you just want to build your site real quick, and then maybe you work on a more complex design later. What's great is that you got all this free templates ready for you. You can go use responsive templates. Uh, you got WordPress um, select templates, I think the plugin was called, and then you got Elementor. But uh, so I mean, you gotta get a website up real quick. It's gonna look really good. Just do it that way, and then you can work on the design. Um, you know, your own personal awesome magic magic carpet aladdin design later in the future so thank you for listening everyone we're going to end on that note and um i hope you guys are going to have a wonderful awesome life so thank you for listening okay goodbye